Like that is a hoodie that's designed to look crispy. You like a rough and tumble hoodie. Yeah, I like a hoodie like this. You like is, a hoodie you can work out in. That's what I'm saying. I like something that's made to look vintage already. Because at that point, you're like, it's low maintenance. Like that thing, if you start to like pit out in it, you're like, fuck, I'm I'm ruining my sweatshirt right now. You know what's crazy? I sweat in every gland of my body except my pits. I, really? I, like, I never. Yeah. It's you'll not never a problem catch area? Me. Yeah. You'll never catch me with pit stains or BO. Interesting. I just have a lot of sweat. And How's it's your- cum. It's like 50-50. But sweat and cum? Yeah, that's why so much of it comes out. What's your crotch looking like aside the cum? You got a sweaty crotch? Um I mean it's not like Miami, Florida sweaty, but it's It's not especially sweaty. No. It's like okay. Myrtle Beach sweaty. I didn't know if it was like dry like your pits. No, it's not. No, my pits are Joshua Tree. Really? Yeah. I was just tumbleweeds down there, dude. Dude. It's not yeah. Is a Joshua Tree a palm tree that it looks that way it does look that way i was driving out there and i'm like these are pretty fucking you know what they're not finished let's yet. steer finish in these the new trees. it's too early to use the r word and well, it's done dude i mean i the joshua i stayed in joshua tree the day before i moved here like when i drove out here yeah it's a cool was picture like my last doing day. a little zen downward dog not yeah, downward dog some, crouching tiger dude. yeah i did some pe- peyote and then i burned down a Republican headquarters in Joshua Tree. No, I didn't do that. No, it's cool though. You, the the thing that the, the real selling point of Joshua Tree is being there at night. The yeah. trees are stupid. The trees are stupid. An unobstructed view of you know Heaven's Gate. That's what's up. That's what you pay for. Yeah, if you're there during the day, it's kind of cool to look around at the mountains. You know what? It does kind of liked like, it. I did too. I I liked it. It's it kind of feels like Mars part of it. Like if you go deep into like the actual, you can just drop. You can just kind of start driving out there. It's can very you? We- yeah. It's very weird because like because it's flat. Yeah. Well, like there's like partially because so many of it's just dirt roads. You know what I mean? So then you start wondering like, I didn't do any hiking or anything. Yeah, whatever. Fucking. I think I'm kind of done with hiking, dude. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I'm I'll hi- I'll do it, but like. Actually, I was with my friend and she said she had a really she's like, it's just walking in dirt. And I'm like, yeah, we're not. We don't admit it, but it is. Yeah. I mean, I guess that doesn't, you know, take away from the selling point, though. It is. It is interesting. It's like, OK, I, I, I'm into it. I like it. I like doing it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't understand how anyone could be crazy about going on hikes. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to, like, going to a water park. Someone said, I'd prefer to go on a hike than a water park. I don't think anyone's comparing going to hike as going to Splash Mountain. One is certainly more fun than the other. I, 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 I bet there I are motherfuckers through. that would disagree with you. Well, those people are weirdos. Okay, well, then we're on the same page. I, I mean, here, I go on three or four hikes a week. And I don't, I wouldn't tell someone I love hiking. People who say they love hiking, love wearing expensive boots and then going in deep into the woods yeah. and like stealing sticks off endangered trees and shit like that. And, yeah. Know, and it's a very small demographic. Spending $140 to find some kind of like mobile coffee brewing system where you like pump it with your hands to make espresso that you then pour in like a coffee cup and then take a photo of it on the hiking trail in front of the redwoods gearheads that yeah they love hiking there they is, love attention there you know what 
there is a there is a large how okay here's my question for you how large of the demographic of people that are outdoorsy let's call them the outdoorsies okay yeah. are just doing it to buy gear no that's it dude that's the game yeah hey, that's it i think it's i think i i someone could correct me if i'm wrong here I think the Mondo dad who has every kind of camping equipment known, you know, on God's green earth, it's like baseball cards. It's like, it's like, do do you need a, like a purifying mobile machine to turn your piss into clean drinking water? Yeah, maybe if all hell breaks loose. Yeah, maybe. Right. But you know, what's the first thing that guy's when someone new comes to that guy's house, what's the first thing he's doing? He's going in the garage. He's like, yeah, so I, no, I just got this in. So uh, open your mouth, drink my piss. Yeah, drink my piss. I've been drinking Mountain Dew all week. I haven't drank a glass of water in two months just to use this bad boy. Don't need it. Try it out. Don't need it. Drink my piss. You won't be, you I won't even know it's piss. cancer, but <laughs> nonetheless, you know, my last two months, they were like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I'm going hiking. <laughs> I'm going out in nature. I mean, my high, our hikes here are not like the same though. You know, what, you just kind of see smog if you hike <laughs> during the day. You yeah, know, like a runyon. Although I, I shouldn't say that. Dude, we there got was the a, best. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. I'm being a bitch because there was. I literally, <laughs> I was. I I s- went to runyon at sunset last week, mm-hmm. and you ever see? Th- this is the gayest thing I've ever said in my whole life. You ever seen the moon? And it's literally breathtaking. Like I literally came up, you know, the little ridge at the top. This sounds like I've been sober, like, you know, like it for is six weird months hearing that like, come from you. It's like the day I got my six month trip. This is me talking about the day, like how I went hiking that day. No, I just, you know, how you cross, you get to the top and then you go over and you see everything. Mm-hmm. And the moon was huge. It was just bonkers. It was a big old ball of cheese. And I was like, that's I was like, wow. Yeah. For a second, you know, then I move on. Took your breath away, huh? my breath was already gone you know see i'm the fat i'm the fattest person who hikes runyon did you really have an experience where you were like it was a bit it physically made you feel a type of way i i stopped for a moment and i enjoyed how nice the moon looked because of course the sky was like you know pink and blue yeah and i was like wow that's nice and i just stood there and i just looked at it for like five minutes you know i was high but you know yeah, I, I get that. I have that all the time. Yeah, yeah I can appreciate a nice view. Then, like, just put the gun in your mouth already. Like, it's if true. you can't, no, I know. It's weird, like, such the duality of life that, like, everything I just said was kind of gay. But also, like, if you but, don't uh, feel that gay, way, man. but also if you don't feel that way, then like, just stop. If you're not what gay, you doing? stop living. You can't enjoy. It's like, it's like, dude. You know who the most insufferable people are? The most insufferable people are people in Los Angeles who are like, yeah, like I, I, I never go to the beach. People from Los Angeles don't go to the beach. Shut up. Yeah, they do. People like if you can't enjoy just like going looking into an, the vast ocean. Yeah, it's like it's like brain cleaner. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And like you're gonna die in the hill of saying it's like overrated. Like oh, this, you know, parking's expensive. Oh, get a better job so you can afford. <laughs> oh boy! Afford. Oh, I'm just whoa. talking about the worst. Yo. I'm just saying, you know. I I open your heart. I like how I try to explain how you, you should open their heart, and then, and then, and then I poor dig people. In and then I <laughs> straight up classist rant after it. 
There you go. It was it. The sentiment was good because I was we're we were about to because I was going to shit on people that well, are I, before we go. I need you to understand that the person that the the punching bag that I had created the little voodoo doll that I had just made. Yeah. This person is the person who complains about parking at the beach being ten dollars, yeah. but then will spend forty dollars on a vintage picture frame. Exactly. They're just not prioritizing their money in the right way. But moving I on. understood. I just had to. I just I had to, to call clarify that. Shit that. Well, I, I think what the people that are too the people that are too cool to enjoy the beach. They're the people. Okay, the people that brag about being over the beach. Yeah, can I guess go. that's how I should have said it. I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah, I I know people like. I mean, that's kind of honestly. That's why I started surfing was because I was like. When people would be like, oh, are you like going to the beach all the time? And I'd be like, uh, no. And I was kind of embarrassed. And now I do surf and I do go to the beach all the time. So when people are like, do you go to the beach all the time? I'm like, yeah, I do. Dude, I know people. I know a couple who lives in Santa Monica. They live in Santa Monica for six years. And they never go to the beach. I was like, when's the last time you went to the beach? And they're like, oh, I don't know. A couple of years ago. Years ago. Move to Montecito Heights. You're wasting your money. <laughs> Move to Boyle Heights. Get, get you know. Be move fucking to Brooklyn real. Heights. Yeah, move away. Yeah. You know, go away. You li- you live in Santa Monica and you, you you don't go to the beach? Santa Monica is a what, boring... What, you want to be close yeah. to a nicer Gelson's? That's it. Maybe. That could be. Hey, guess what? People are still going to shit on park benches there. You know? It's true. Honestly, Santa Monica is one of, becoming one of the gross places. Now we're becoming a straight up LA podcast, but... So be a fool. The people, yeah, no, I know what you mean. There are those people that are just over everything. They're like, oh, over you went to the everything. beach? Like, I've been to the beach and for it's. You know what it is? Here's what it is, man. It's people trying to say, I live here. Like, I live here, and I'm. I I know what's cool. And it's almost like it's almost as if to say, oh, I just live here because this is where I live, and I don't even utilize the things. It's a it's a flex in a way to say I ended up here and I live in one of the best places on earth and I don't even utilize anything just because I can't. It's almost like I don't even use I don't use public restrooms or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I piss into like a, my some person's mouth that I pay. Yeah. I'm I have no idea what I'm trying to say. I get what you're Help saying. Help me. No, articulate I, under, I understand my point. what you're saying. I think we're talking about the we're so angrily with such male hatred, you know, digging deep on these people. Just it's like it's so funny. Just the visual of two men screaming like, why can't you just enjoy the fucking moon? You stupid bitch. Like, that, or, you know, like that's the the vibe, you know, I mean, it's not the vibe. It's literally what we're saying. Yeah, I guess it's, it's not like it's not like there's some hidden mem- <laughs> hidden message behind what we're saying. We're literally saying if you can't enjoy it, if you can't enjoy the moon on Runyon Canyon, yeah. you should kill yourself, I believe is what we said Go for it, you know, because what's going to what can be better, you know, like, yeah, I having a kid, I guess. I don't know. That's actually one falling in love. Yeah, I've heard that's nice. Yeah, I don't know. That's it is. It is something, though. You know what I don't do? You didn't. You didn't. You know, what's nice about the moon is you literally cannot take a good picture of it. Yeah, dude. It's super frustrating sometimes, too. You know? No, but why? No, I know. I agree. That's your first. Like, that's kind of like our gut move now. It's like, oh, it looks cool. Let me take a picture of it. I take pictures of shit. I don't post it. I don't know why. Like, I have photos on my phone. I like I feel like it's something worth taking a picture of. And I show it to no one. 
It just sits there. Do you go back through and like reminisce? Every now and then, but I'm not like, not often. Like when I'm looking for something, you, you ever be like looking for something on your camera roll and you see all the shit around and you're like, oh yeah, dude, I had Skyline twice that week. It's nice. Like, it's kind of fun. It is. That's the kind of reminiscing I do. Yeah, I don't, you're I don't like, actively seek it. Re- true reminiscing is like you can't actively seek it. It just hits you. It's like you notice something like the color, you know, of a house or something. Oh, you. so you say you can't go looking for nostalgia? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's why people burn out and get depressed is because you look for nostalgia instead of it finding you. Oh. That's the natural way. That's the way of ZP. It, I see what you're saying because sometimes I'll have is you're right with the that's, camera roll. That is sad. I think that's like the difference like in terms of like I don't know who the fuck am I right? I'm no psychologist, but I think that's what makes people sad is when they they like go to look for their yearbook or something or like try try to go find they like try to find something that'll make them feel like how they felt in the past. But it really only works if you're just ran- it just randomly comes upon you. Like you hear like a song comes on that brings back a memory. Yeah. You know? That's the only time it really works. Dude, I'll be honest. Nostalgia makes me sad. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying even when, it, even when nostalgia reveals itself to me, I get bummed but out. But it's like a better kind of sad. It's not. It is. It's a melancholy sad. sort it's not of. Pathetic sad. Yeah, it's yeah. not me going to the gathering of the juggalos when I'm 46. Remembering you know? your 30s. Yeah. That you're about to be in. Yeah. And well, you're going to be a huge juggalo. 10 months. <laughs> That's it. My dirt dude. My dirty 30. I'm going full juggalo. Full time. But you know, they don't give a fuck about the coronavirus, dude. Let's do it. They'll welcome you with open arms. This is the community I've been looking for, man. Now that you say it. <laughs> Give it a shot. Go to the gathering, man. I'm not. I won't. I will not join you. You wouldn't go to a gathering. Just you have to go to all their shows. Dude, if I'm committing, I'm going on tour with the band. Well, then have fun. You know, I don't even think I would go to a music festival ever again. That's crazy. I actually don't think I would. I, would. I don't enjoy music festivals, but I would absolutely like to go back to one. Some of the better shows I've seen were oddly music festivals, which you wouldn't expect. I saw Florence and the Machine at the Music Festival. That was pretty top notch. I saw him at Bonnaroo. That was like top three. She wore like pajamas. Yeah, I don't know. She's not even like, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan. I am not. But easily top three best shows I ever watched. Really? Yeah. She's Dude, you're a good performer. She's a good performer, man. Like, she she is good, but I just don't like her music enough. But she, it was funny because she was running around. She was goddamn nightgown. Yeah. It was funny, though, because it looked like she just got out of bed. Maybe she did. Maybe. That's part of the mystique. People, you ever be a guy at a Florence and Machine show, and then you're like, oh, wait, I was wrong. What do you mean? Oh, I was the, you know, just being like a bro. I was just kind of bro watching Florence and the Machine, and I was like, oh, this is like the first time. I'm, I'm looking at something through like a woman's perspective. You thought so? What a nice change. You felt you know? feminine. What you a, felt- not, not like feminine, but I'm like, oh, I can, you know, you get out of your own head. I'm like, oh, maybe I was the asshole. Go on. I broke up with her on her oh. birthday slash prom. Oh, you, <laughs> you know? start looking back at your life <laughs> you're and you're maybe like. Maybe it was me. Yeah, you start to. You, it makes you go you, through life. You're like, oh, I'm right. I'm right. I'm doing me, you know. Until you're you not always bed. right, you know. 
So so to realize that you were you were toxically masculine when, when you're drunk on high life on on Miller High Life yeah. you realize that oh, I've fuck. been I've been I've been a scoundrel a scoundrel to every girl <laughs> I've ever dated yeah that's I've had I that's definitely music festival dude that's it dude mm-hmm. there are moments like that where you you have that and you start to you just start to like feel like you just want to call every girl you ever dated and you're like you know what I never saw it through your I never I never empathized with you and I'm and I'm I was the you call like hey Sarah, <laughs> Sarah yeah this is Zach I, yeah. I know this is weird but I was just thinking a lot about us and you know those two years we spent together and uh, two years two years yeah I'm 39 in this. Oh, this happened in your mid thirties. No, no, no. We did Sarah, Sarah, this person. Okay. Early twenties. Now the scene. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm approaching 40 and you just saw Florence, the machine. And I just saw Florence, the machine with my dudes Mm -hmm. at work. My bro club, my single dad club. You're drunk on high life. We're drunk on high life. And I'm like, Hey, so I, this is weird. I hope you're doing good. You know, I've, I'm all right. I've been better. But anyway, I was drunk watching Florence and Machine at at uh, you know MetLife Stadium. With, <laughs> and, went to uh, New York to see Florence, huh? Yeah, dude, we drove. Nice. We went out there for well, we also saw a Giants game, but you know, who can remember that? But anyway, I just want to say I'm sorry. You know, for are you leaving a voicemail? Or are you actually this calling? It's a voicemail. Oh, it is. Okay, I don't even know for the number. I think is hers. And she probably does get it, and she's like, "Yeah, I hope you're good." She that's it. She gets it and maybe deletes it after four seconds of this. She doesn't hear ninety percent of it. Yes, but she still sends you a text though that says, "Oh yeah, well I hope you're good." That's just, it. Just to be nice. Just to just to be like. <laughs> just so she's like, hopefully he doesn't kill himself. That's like, it. That's it. I, it won't be on me at least. That's it. How many of those do voicemails from Sarah? That's like the modern day, you know, novel. How many messages do you leave people or do you like how many responses do you give people in hopes that you're like, I'll respond to this because I don't want to be the straw that makes you kill yourself. Yeah. What is <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you like really two or three, you know, I won't I won't I won't keep the conversation going. I'll let it I'll let it stall out. You know, I'll let it stall out, but I will respond to people to be like, I'm going to give you a little bit because I don't want to be the stall, the straw that puts a bullet in your head. Like, I'm not even kidding. There's some people where I'm just I like, I can't be the straw that made the camel blow its head off inside <laughs> of a Kmart. Exactly. I can't be your therapist right now, but I yeah. also just like, hey, keep it. Keep it going, man. But I cannot let you indulge me on whatever's making you sad right now. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, you just get those texts and you're like, you're like, I don't have to be a part of this. I don't. There's nothing that says I have to be a part of this. Whatever. And it's also like, it to me, I get those texts sometimes or I get the, like a call or something and I'm like, you're calling me? Yeah. You're call- you don't have anyone better than me? Yeah, I mean, that's weird. I don't even, like... I don't like this. Yeah, you're like, this sucks because I'm a better, loser. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, you don't I, even know, dude. Like, you, in your head, I'm still cool. Oh, yeah. Somehow. I, or you somehow, you, you call me because you're like, here's a guy that's going to empathize and listen to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you called me, I'd be like, 
you're okay. I'm like, this is a good call because I'm a good friend of yours. If you need yeah. to talk to someone, you can talk to me. But if it's like some guy I went to college with like six years ago and he's going through a rough time, I'm like, hey, man, you should have developed more meaningful friendships since me because I haven't yeah. thought about you in six years. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with this. And I don't I would I honestly it's like trying to play catch with your son after you neglected him for years and years and years. You know, yeah, exactly. He's like, you can't know you can't when just he's do like this. 17 and right. he's about to join the army. Probably you're like, well, let's go play catch. And he's like, it's too late. It's it's too late. So too late, dad. I'm not. You think you're grabbing like the last part of the rope before yeah. you fall. But calling me was actually the part where you hit the ground. Right. Right. You're like, when I was 12 years old. Doesn't that suck? And your son's (laughs) like, when I was 12, five years ago, there was a moment where you could have grabbed the rope. (laughs) So five years ago, that ship sailed. You were a neglectful father for so long. You had one moment where we could have played catch when I was 12 and you blew it then. You got to do, man. Dude, it's the thing. If you're going to be here's and the cats and the- <laughs> if you're going to be a dad, don't you like if you're going to be a dad, you got to just be a dad. You got to go hard at being a dad. Yeah, of course, dude. You have to be a nerdy dad. Like, really yeah. don't half ass. You can't. Some, yeah. Or you'll just live this sad dad life. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Where you're just not you really, you know, hitting a hole in one on any facet of it. No. No, you're just sad dad who's still like, you can't, we got a show this week. And you're like, dude, come on. You just wish he would have got it together a tad bit sooner. Even your, even your, your son will feel bad for your son is like, yeah, my dad is like, I don't really need him anymore. I already have like my stepdad's pretty cool, but my dad's still out like trying to get laid on Tinder. Like dude, the apex, like the little center, the center point of the infinity symbol of like male life. It's when the son starts getting more pussy than the dad. And they're both like out trying to get it. And they're both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It's when it's when the dad. I'm imagining says, the dad from boyhood. Ethan Hawke. Did you ever see that movie? Boyhood. So boring. That's one. Of, that might be one of my favorite movies. dude. I don't like Richard Linklater. I love Richard Linklater. I'll, I'm a I'm a simp, dude. Man, I like it. Days I don't like confused. Days Confused. All those before movies, those are pretty good. I didn't see any of those. But anyway, let's talk about sad dads. We can do it. That's his whole career, dude, is sad dads. That's the link. It is because that that dazed and confused. And then what was that one? Everybody wants some. Yeah. I got halfway through that movie and I'm like, this is just an old man talking about how he used to get pussy, dude. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's why I brought it's up the thing. Yeah, yeah so I guess that it movie, is. Yeah. He's well, like, in he's that like, movie, yeah. I remember I used to play baseball and get pussy. Yeah, not no more. And then I'm like, dude, be more interesting. Be a more interesting dad. If your best stories of times you threw a baseball and got laid, be have better stories to tell your children. Yeah. Go to the Grand Canyon. Go, go to the, no, go to the pyramids. Hell yeah, dude. Do something, man. Go join the army. Pull an evil Knievel f- and jump the Grand Canyon, dude. Yeah. Like, be interesting. Go You're fight chill. in Kuwait. There you go. Go be in Desert Storm. Be a hero. Be be Chris Kyle. I feel like... My neighbor's pulling in here. Nobody can hear. I feel like... Right. Uh, do you feel like you're going to be... I think I'm going to be like a cool, interesting dad. I think my... Da- I think my... I'm I not- think that every single dad of all time has said this. We're not going to... Do you think you're going to be a dork? I think all of them. 
I think the Ned Flanders of the world have said it. I think cool Ethan Hawke from Boyhood, who's like, yeah, you can smoke weed. It's cool. But like, you just got to be responsible, man. Like, don't let it kill your motivation, dude. Don't let it happen. It's fun for a while, but it's not fun forever. Is that what Ethan Hawke says in that movie? I mean, more or less. I don't... I'm just thinking like my dad... This is me as a dad who's modeling my behavior of how to be a dad off Ethan Hawke in several movies from the is 90s that what you're and early do? 2000s. You model it off of like... You can try to be Ethan cool. Hawke? Yeah. Why not? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to model... as good as anyone. He seems clean. He never got hit. I'm going to model mine after ethan hawk and training day hell yeah no i'm gonna i'm gonna model mine yeah. off denzel and denzel training day, or training, dude chaotic good <laughs> dude you know no chaotic evil well you know dude yeah. no you know what my fit you know what scene actually reminds me of my dad in that movie i may have talked about this like way long ago but you know when they meet up first right so it's training day it's the beginning they meet up at the diner and then he's like he's like you want uh you want breakfast yeah, this Denzel yeah, and he's yeah. like ah oh, no I'm good and then they talk for a little bit longer and then he says actually no I do want some breakfast he's like well you missed your chance motherfucker and <laughs> yeah. I was like that's my dad yep. my dad would do some shit like that he's yeah. like you already I already offered you missed it and I'm your like, dad's in the business of teaching lessons yeah exactly you know I mean? just arbitrary like rules that don't make sense it's like the, the pyramid of being a good father is like teaching lessons providing emotional support that's two or three honestly that could be like four or five number two is like making sure you know how to fix some parts of a car so you're not fucked if a part of it breaks down yeah i know how to change a tire here's how to throw some a ball at something in case someone wants to kick your ass i never got that from my dad i'll love you forever no matter what you do it doesn't matter what you want to do for your career you don't have to take over the business it's fine don't have I sex. Want, I just want you to be happy. I know I put pressure on you to take over the landscaping business, but don't worry about it. I got that one. How to finger a woman. That's Never five. Got it. That's five. I yeah. was dog shit at fingering women. You haven't women. fingered your mom with your dad in life lesson. Never did it. You you don't know what you're missing. You know. No. Then then it's I'm like still then confused. it's like how to f- file. No one teaches you how to do taxes. You just fail. And then almost get audited by the government, and then you learn how to do taxes. I feel like you learn that the hard way, no matter what. Nobody does. Nobody. Everyone just. Do, everyone's like, yes, TurboTax. Yeah, I mean, you do your best. People, I love. You know what's funny is the. You ever meet these people who think that they're just writing off their whole life, like they think they can write anything off. They think that like, oh, I can. I bought a laptop. I can just. I just wrote it off, so the it just the money disappears. Well, they have no idea what writing off means. Correct. Like, like so, there's a, there are people well, who think <laughs> I wrote it off, therefore I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. When am I getting my reimbursement check? Yeah. Well, those are just like those are like seventeen years. Those are people that aren't. You'd be surprised. You think so? You'd be surprised. Where do they think the money's going to come from? My dude, I I can't name names. Obviously, my mom is like a. Uh, She's not an accountant, but she does the books for some like businesses. Sure, you know what I mean? stuff, yeah. The amount of times I've asked her, I'm like, what are, how do people like end up upside down? And she's like, they don't know. People, she's like, some people who just open restaurants have no fucking idea of like any of the basics of taxes or personal income. Oh, really? They don't know anything because they can get a lease, whatever. And then from there, they're just like, they don't know how to run books. They just like, Nobody knows anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not surprising then. So people that think, people that fancy themselves entrepreneurs. People, yeah, people think yeah. that they can do it by themselves for a while. 
and then they get caught and then they have to call in a person like my mom who's like okay can you help me straighten this shit out i haven't kept records of anything in four years i just sell you know pavarian hot dogs in my gastro pub slash brewery slash apothecary i don't know or they can go to shark tank and get kevin o'leary to pay off their debt yeah you or you can get some you know dense blooded fucking royalty credit nightmare handed on your plate i mean you go ahead i mean if you run a failing like nobody in there that's like oh i have you know i love on that show because they'll get people that come on and then like as if the sharks aren't gonna ask questions and they're gonna say okay well what do you plan on doing this money they're like well we're gonna you know we got some ideas for it like what like so we have some debt and they're and then they play the music it's like dun, 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 dun. like how much debt five hundred thousand dollars yeah <laughs> they're like it's quite a lot well you know, we got these grants from the government and then you know next thing you know the government goes under what do you do you know oh i just yeah i liquidated all of my assets so i could start a craft butchery where we sell emu burgers for twenty four dollars i feel like those business always thrive though man like a, it's a high gamble I would buy an emu. If you want to start your deep your emu burger stand at Grand Central Market, those aren't the businesses. Those are like the those are like hipster businesses that succeed, dude. You think so, dude? The ones that fail are just like people that are. I'm gonna open a butcher that's literally like the butcher shop across the street. If you sell an emu an emu burger, some hipster shit, you probably know marketing. You probably went to college. You probably know how to use social media. Those are the businesses where I'm like, that's such a bullshit business, but I know that place is gonna make hand over fist. Dude, if you want to launch a successful restaurant in 2021, all you need is a good graphic designer, someone to just like make a logo that's like cool, you Mm -hmm. know? And then also here, here are the top rules to run a big restaurant nowadays. Have a menu that has four items, maybe five. You make like five things. That's part of the shtick. Uh, Make it, you know, take forever to get anytime you want it. Mm -hmm. Always have a line forever full of, you know, dipshits who have nothing better to do with their time. Three, after they've been waiting for three hours, hit them with a cash only, bitch. You're fucked. Good luck. What restaurant are you talking about right now? Dave's Hot Chicken, but either way. Is that who? Yeah, are fuck them, dude. Only? I didn't... I want to give a reservation, but no one's listening at this point. Yeah, dude. Fuck them. I thought you were... You know who I thought you were talking about? Who? Eli's Barbecue. I... They, they could be guilty of this. That, they, and I ate the shit out of some Eli's Barbecue. Yeah. But they're guilty... But they're fucking good. And they know they're good. And it wasn't expensive. That barbecue wasn't expensive. It was very cheap. You go down the road and you can let, you know, Montgomery Inn fuck you in the ass for $70. So you can Mm. impress your parents. Or you could go down to Eli's, wait forever in this stupid line. And then you get in there and (laughs) like your item, like most places will give you like an item thing. This place gives you a vinyl copy of Miles Davis, Mm -hmm. you know? You're like bitches brew. Yeah, you're holding up an $800 copy of (laughs) bitches brew, like waiting for your burnt ends, you know? Ooh. Yeah. Take me back. Those places are the the places. Those that place you just described, though, to be holding a copy of bitches brew waiting on my burnt ends right now with my whatever. What I was going to say, though, is those places places are the best. Those places where it's like they have four things on the menu. You got to wait forever. It's cash only. They know they're good. Those places like they end up being the best places to eat. Yeah, because they only fuck with one thing. They're not like Cheesecake Factory, which Joey, you know, 
sent into bankruptcy by yeah, pumping and dumping his stock. Right. And I don't care. They don't have 70 goddamn items on the menu. Dude, there are 16 year olds working the line at Cheesecake Factory who should be in fucking Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. What like they're truly if you can handle working in the kitchen of a cheesecake factory, dude, you can do anything. What do you mean? Uh, I don't know. The fact that like you could just be handed a fucking ticket of like, oh, I got two, <laughs> two plates of wontons, a burrito, uh, some fried rice, <laughs> chicken Alfredo. And then uh, I mean, I guess they're throwing it all in a microwave either way. So yeah that's but a you, good point though if they if you can like cook up some che- yeah you some can fried handle ice cream some, and like a caesar salad you can be thrown yeah. in the fire and come out walking just fine that's what matters yeah you're not wrong that is true i i respect we should, we should next time we're cheesecake factory we should we should be like hey can we take a look at the kitchen hey can you send a chef out here first of all they would never you don't think so fuck no dude no but we go in we go in and we ask like we kind of act like we're a bit like we're well to do a little bit like you know i mean oh yeah so okay no i'm catching up with you we'll be drunk so we'll get like whiskey drunk or something like, yeah, i won't talk to the chef no 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 i won't no, talk no. to the chef i won't tell him everything they're you not know. letting us back in there we need to go in with class and a little bit of decorum we come in and we're like oh so this oh, is a sneak like to, job we it's we come in and I, I mean i'm sure there are restaurants like all right anthony bourdain rest in peace let's pick someone that's alive um gordon ramsey comes into a restaurant everyone's kind of like flipping out they're like if he's like hey i'd like to can i see the can i get a tour of the kitchen people are letting him back in right? so step one is we have to be famous yeah but if we act if we put on airs as if we're like well-to-do chefs we're like oh yeah we run a shop do you mind if we take a look at the kitchen like if we're yeah. we're like we want to oh, okay, see okay. what's going on no I'm with and they're you. like all right these guys yeah. seem legit and they were like hey uh we uh we run animal up the street uh yeah hey, we just want to go say hey to the chef peek around yeah, yeah. We just want to talk to the chef. Like I run, you know, if we go in and then we like take a look at like what's going on in the back of the cheesecake or we could just get a job at the cheesecake factory. Yeah, I guess that would be easier. <laughs> just <laughs> one day because we wanted to see no, it. No, because they seem like the kind of place that makes you go through like fucking seven weeks of bullshit training before they let you microwave someone's lasagna. Yeah, I I can't. I'm not in it for that long of a haul. Hey, can we get someone be a 16 year old and just take video of it and make it tick? Dude, you know what? Like, you know what? TikToks are like blowing up what? is just some guy like a kid who works at subway is one of them there i see this dude all the time who's just like making shit from subway millions of views millions of likes yeah it's always like how to load up your here's how you can get a cheesy bacon ranch burrito at subway yeah okay it's not technically an on-menu item but here's how you can do it first order the wheat bread yeah and i love it it's all i watch isn't it crazy like like hitchcock and then malad from subway just in my brain it's the pacing of it it's like here's how you do it. You do this, you do that, you do that, and you're like every second of this TikTok is well utilized. But it is, but it's like partially concerning though because this has been the red flag about every like social media, you know, form. Is that like, in like think about like you're on Facebook and what did Facebook turn into? Boomers arguing about Joe Biden, and yeah. then you go on Instagram and it's like, oh well, this is just pictures. That's even better. But then, right. t- then Instagram kind of is also becoming Facebook now where everyone has one and your, your feed ends up just being nonsense. You're like, I don't even know if I like most of this shit. It's true. It's just being fed to me. Like uh, I'm getting it's like dude, part of my fucking daily cadence is my brain is seeing, you know, margarita specials from a bar. I went on a Tinder date at six years ago. Why'd you follow them? 
I don't know, but you're you know what I mean. That's on you, dude. You gotta unfollow that shit. I've been unfollowing. There you I'm go. unfollowing everyone. I unfollowed I unfollowed National Geographic, dude. Fuck them. I never stopped. I never stopped. No jungle titties. I never stopped, dude. And if you did and you read the article about this like super rare, you know, emu there, cool. Emus again, dude. I wish I could have drew it somewhere else, but not that good and rusty. <laughs> it's a callback. I could have done something funnier like hyena. What's a funny name? This is stupid. This episode has to be over by now. <laughs>